Texas. They say everything's bigger here, and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and even bigger stakes. This is beef country, Texas. Home to the Alamo, the Cowboys, and the largest military installation known to man. So big, it has a big name. Fort Hood, the great place. It's got a Texas-sized podcast as well. And this is it, right here. Fort Hood's great big podcast. Yeehaw. It's a great big podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the the gang is uh, is all together again, kind of, sort of. Almost. Yes, uh, but no. That is uh, that is specialist Brianna Do you're hearing socially distanced. Yes, she's back. Yes. Back. I am back again from Europe. Uh, I yes. am uh, I'm Charlie Mabe. And I am Dave Larson. And uh, to catch you all up, if you hadn't been following, which if you haven't, shame on you. But uh, <laughs> Brianna went to Europe in support of Defender 20, a huge gigantic army exercise that was going to happen in Europe, only it didn't. And yes. now, after sitting around for quite some time, she is back, but... The Army's got a thing right now that says if you were out of the United States for any reason, no matter where you were, you have to go into a quarantine when you get back. Even if you're not feeling sick, if you weren't in an area where people were sick, you got to quarantine. So that's what Brianna is doing. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I had to sign the memorandum and a counseling and everything. Actually, I took pictures of it if if you guys want to see it. Oh, we love we <laughs> oh, love yeah. that. So tell walk us through uh, coming back and and what tell us a little bit about your quarantine if you would. Sure. So um, they gave us the option of quarantine um, of doing it. In a barracks on post, uh, there are some people that didn't want to go back to their families because they were worried about possibly spreading it to them. So um, the people that wanted to stay on post were allowed to. And if you're also single and in the barracks, you had to stay in those quarantine barracks on post. Uh, but you, for those of us that live off post, we did have um, the option to also stay in our residences, which is what I chose because um, I just didn't want to be in the barracks. <laughs> no, no, I understand that. But and just yes. to clarify to everybody, no one that you know of coming back had any symptoms or you guys were not infected to the best of your knowledge. Everything was on the up and up. That's correct, right? <laughs> Yes, that's correct. They they were really strict while we were there about like if if you even started to feel ill in any way and not just um, 
the symptoms of the virus. It, they they were not joking around. They wanted you to to go be seen. And um, because we were all on lockdown, and we had very limited interactions with anybody. Um, I think I, w- I was only seeing about 10 civilians a day and they were the people that like worked, um, like they they were working in our uh, like dining areas or cleaning cleaning things up. So I, I actually was more worried about coming back because the irony is the whole time we were for most of the time we were in Germany, mm-hmm. the cases were higher than in the U.S. But then when we got sent home, then the cases in the U.S. became higher than in Germany. <laughs> well, yeah. Luckily, though, uh, those cases aren't around Fort Hood. This yes, area, yes. relatively speaking, right. is you know pretty safe. Um, so, yes, yes. what has been when you left? When you left, none of this was happening in America. There was toilet paper growing off trees. You could, I mean, it was the big rock candy mountain here. Right. As far as supplies go. Have you had a chance to go to a store or anything like that? I actually haven't. They don't want us going anywhere. Now they did say in our quarantine memorandum that we could go to just get essentials, Mm -hmm. but they were strongly insinuating that we could only go outside one time to go get groceries. But my uh, command team actually does not even want me to go outside. So is um, that a personal thing or? um, I believe so. I mean, I, I asked them like, they're just being safe. Yeah, they're, they're being super safe. So I actually, I've, I've been, they do let us go outside to go running, but um, those are for people who are living off post. I actually, I don't even think they're letting the people in the quarantine barracks on post go outside for like a run. I think they're allowed to go outside in their in the area, but I don't think they're allowed to leave the like general vicinity. Sure, the the quarantine area. Yes, yes. They they specifically um, they sectioned off an entire area. We were told that they're the newest barracks on post, and Ooh, I've swanky. heard that. Yeah, I've heard they're actually really nice. Um, now they are they are doubled up, I believe, except if you're um, a higher ranking. Most people are sharing rooms, so it's similar to the barracks that are already on post. Sure. Um, they're a little bit stricter there, which is kind of the reason why I didn't why I chose to stay in my apartment. I was kind of paranoid that they would have um, a little bit more rules um, there, which they do. I've, I've been told that they like they they have to have their rooms checked. They've been having meals sent to them. So they have they have specific times when they can go eat and they also have like CQ and they, they have like different rotational so, duties. Hold, hold on. So you're saying it's like they're in the army. Yeah, yes, yes. So it's like being in the it army, is. back in basic or AIT again. Yeah, I told them it sounds like they're in AIT just based on like the room checks and they're really strict about what you can have in your rooms and things like that. So so how are you getting your supplies and food? Because, you know, when you left, didn't you clear out the fridge? And I mean, you had nothing, I right? I did. I had, I just had like drinks. I didn't really have a lot of food. I had canned food, which is what I have been eating actually. Um, and uh, we are allowed to order food, like to get it sent to us. So that's what I did yesterday. That was the first day because I'm starting to, get a little low on supplies. Well, do you so. need us to make a grocery run for you? 
No, I don't want to make anyone do that. I, I feel really bad. Well, it's so fine. I think... If you need food, we don't want you wasting away. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I won't waste away. I'm thinking about maybe trying out one of those like Instacart online okay. like orders. Sure. So I've never done that before. And food to you. Yes, that's what I'm. I've I've been researching that because I've I've never I've never used a service like that. So. I figured it'd be like maybe fun to experiment. And this is uh, 14 days again? It's 14 days, yes. So mm-hmm. you're on day what? Um, I think I'm on day seven. It's hard to it's hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> they all blend together. Halfway home, <laughs> they right? They really do. So, well, and the first few days I was so jet lagged. I was sleeping during the day, and, and so I was kind of losing track of the days and, and things like that. So how are you uh, filling your time? So I've just been uh, watching a lot of Netflix and uh, working out, um, kind of picking up on some projects that I haven't done in a long time. Just little things here and there. I've been reading. Oh, and playing Animal Crossing a lot. <laughs> okay, for the Switch. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing that too, along with the wife. Wife's addicted to that game. Oh, I'm I'm very much addicted. Also, it's it is really a good fun. Game. Why aren't you visiting each other's islands then? I tried to visit hers yesterday, but I'm having issues uh, getting online. Yeah, she is waiting weird. for you. She is. <laughs> I is know. I felt. I was so sad. I was trying to. I tried like three times, and I was checking my balance to see if something didn't go through. Like if Nintendo didn't get my. Um, my subscription. It, I'm confused about it, but hopefully I'll figure it oh, out. Oh yeah, soon. you'll get it. You'll get it figured out. Well, so yeah. now that you're a a quarantine veteran, because you know you were kind of <laughs> oh, doing yeah. this in uh, Europe, and now you're doing it here. Do you have any advice for those that also might be stuck indoors? Ooh, um, I think now is the perfect time to like I, either pick up a hobby that you've been interested in trying or, or maybe just like tidying up a little bit. I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I enjoy being by myself because I'm an introvert, but I know those that are really extroverted and like being social and around other people, I know they're struggling a little bit more, but um, I mean, we're all connected online. So I've seen people doing like online uh, like video chats together and mm-hmm. people are still like, if they, I feel like they should do that if, if they're starting to get a little cabin fever. Yeah. You can still connect just cause oh, yeah. you're, you're isolated. Doesn't mean you're alone, even though that sounds oxymoronic. Yeah. I mean, but really we're so connected nowadays that it, it's really, you, you, I really feel like you can't truly just cut away completely. So I still feel connected and it's nice to be able to just catch up on things and relax. So I'm, I'm having no qualms over here. Brianna, I've got to ask about the blue haired happy dance. Oh yes. My Miku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She made a, explain it to she me. She posted a video <laughs> online. So Yes. I got bored a couple days ago and I decided to recreate a dance that was popular a couple of years ago in Japan. I saw a lot of a lot of younger kids. Uh, there was a trend online where you did a specific dance and I saw on YouTube someone had uploaded this dance, but with 
a character uh, from Japan. Her name is Miku Hatsune. And so I thought uh, I thought I could do that and just post it to be funny because I know people, you know, it's so uncertain time. So like maybe it'll make somebody laugh and and it's exercise because I actually got a workout doing it. So well, I, you, I had a good time. You certainly made us laugh. And uh, <laughs> my, my wife, who is Japanese, yes. was really impressed by really? your dance. Yes, she was, she was very impressed by it. <laughs> I learned it took me two days to to get it down all the movements oh wow because yeah because I used to I used to dance but that was so long ago but so, I'm pretty good at hand-eye coordination so so it wasn't yeah. something you just threw together you, you that's dedication prep. yeah well, hey, yeah I planned we, uh, it for two days can, can we post that yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, yeah. I wish it was. I wish it was cleaner. Like, but I, I just used the camera app that came on like my computer. Sure. So it's not like the highest quality. Hey, but... it's pretty awesome. It's pretty. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad you like it. Well, we are so happy to have you back, and hopefully, yes. this will be the last time we talk to you on a phone. Maybe. Yes. That would be nice. Yes, I do miss you guys. So Aww. fingers crossed for next time in studio. All right. All right. I'm crossing my fingers. Okay. And we got a great show this we time. We've got PT and relaxation. So, Oh, nice. Everything that you've been talking about, mm-hmm. we're going to yes. take a deeper dive. It's really cool. It's very, very good stuff. I'm and, very excited. Mm-hmm. And we will have that right after, Brianna. Right, right after. What? Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. We're going to try this again. <laughs> All right. And we will have this right after. These messages. Now, wash hands now. Wash hands now. Wash hands now. Hand washing is one of the best ways to stay healthy all year long. Flermit the Sock here for the Thrift Paving Plan. If you need a cheap driveway... It's Thrift Savings Plan! The Thrift Savings Plan. It's non-stick. Thrift Savings Plan. Soldiers and DOD civilians, listen up! Flermit the Sock here for the Thrift Savings Plan. Are you socking away a little bit of money each month in your TSP? What? You're not? (laughs) They call me crazy. The Thrift Savings Plan is a great way to make sure that you've got the supplemental income you need when you get old and wrinkly. Plus, the government can match up to 5% of your contribution. That's a free money. Make it rain, Uncle Sam. Make it rain. So look out for your future and suck some money away in the Thrift Savings Plan account. Visit www. .tsp.gov for more information so you too can retire like a king. Or in my case, a pair of corgis. It's a sock thing. One, two, three, four. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Close enough for the government, good enough for you. talk about today how about that weather really 
Yes. Weather. It affects everyone. It. Yeah. Even, even dead people. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you'll break down faster if you're wet. Are you sure? I'll find out someday, won't I? <laughs> Google it. Yeah, Google that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's wet. Yeah, it's uh, we got a wet week. Yeah. Ahead of us. That's good because people are always... They're already stuck in the house, right? Yeah, but the thing about weather is, and I come from Kansas, which is a lot of farmers, right? Uh-huh. So people are always saying, if it's not raining, people are always complaining, well, it's a drought. They say, we need rain. And then it rains, and they're like, I wish it would stop raining. We got too much rain. Well, old army, if it ain't raining, ain't tra- you're not training. Or That's whatever, right. Well, yeah. and we're just not... Well, we're still training. Yeah, sort of. COVID, you know, nuts to you. COVID, we're out there running around. We can train. Yeah, and we're camouflaged. They can't find us. Even with this pandemic thing going on, there is training going on. Yes. Did something explode in the room? What was? <laughs> now you're. <laughs> we have a we have, we have a, a photographer. photographer. We better get a picture of this yes. since we're talking about That's, you now. Where's the phone? Yeah, turn it around. Selfie. Was in. <laughs> I'll take a picture. There we go. Oh, there's good. our photographer. There you go. <laughs> So go to the uh, the Facebook page to to see that. Yeah, we'll wondering what's going on. Words of people going to see that picture. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Speaking of training, though. Yeah, you know the the interesting thing is, with so many people um, being told to shelter in place. Yeah. Sitting on the couch while fun for the first week or three. I don't um, know about that. <laughs> Well, eventually, I mean, uh, the effects are going to show. And even soldiers, you know, we've got what's called non-essential personnel. Right. That are in barracks and something. But they still have to to stay in shape. They still have to maintain it, their... Fit to fight. Yeah, soldierly fitness. Mm-hmm. So how to, Horatio? Good question. And that's yes. why we have our first guest, right? That's right. That is Command Sergeant Major... Shade Monday from the 36th Engineers, the uh, command sergeant major with the coolest first name ever, Shade. <laughs> sergeant Major, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. It's your nickel. Well, you know, you were talking about, you know, just staying fit um, with the COVID-19 going on. Yeah. Um, definitely, it's, it's a little bit more challenging, I guess, but at the same time, it's an individual thing. You know, most of our guys are working out as battle buddy teams, um, individual or battle buddy teams. You see them out there. Um, we're using our ACFT equipment that we got issued um, to actually help them, you know, stay fit. You know, I've, I always have a saying, uh, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And, you know, people shouldn't be training to pass the test, the ACFT. It used to be the PT test, just the regular, right? you know, push-ups, sit-ups, and run when I was in. But if you're training just to pass that, you're training wrong. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, I, I think it is. You know, it's just that you got to be well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, the ACFT is, is is a great test of it whenever, you know, we take, um, we adopt it, I guess, officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a healthy lifestyle, right? Living a healthy lifestyle, you know, from t- the food you intake to um, just just staying fit and, and, and working out. And you've, you're helping people maintain this Healthy lifestyle when they're in their little fish box stuck in here. Fish With bowl? Fish, what's well, a box? Fish bowl. A, a room is a box. All if right, we lived right, in domes, right, it right. would be a bowl. Yeah, but I don't understand the fish. In a fish. Well, the fish can't get out of the box. <laughs> you know, an aquarium is, is a fish box. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> 
So you've you're helping these people in their bowl. Thank you. Um, with videos, uh, exercise videos. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So we started to do was um, find some soldiers throughout the brigade that ham- that ha- that came up with their own work um, workout. I would say right mm-hmm. that they're able to, um, as you said, in a fish box or bowl. Um, <laughs> I would probably say box. Uh-huh. Just for the fact that uh, uh-huh. the barracks room, I lose two to one. Got it. Vindicated. Yeah. You know, with the barracks uh, room being more of a box, mm-hmm. um, and we just put out. We we allow the soldiers to actually come up with the actual workout. We put it up on our Facebook page. Um, it's workout with Sergeant Major Monday on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weekly weekly release of videos that we kind of have ready for the soldiers. That's right. that's really what piqued our interest was watching that thing, and you're doing it to rap music. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah, tell us about that. Who's uh, who's got the music? Who's choreographing selection? that? Uh, I don't know who's got the background on the music. Um, Is that you, photographer lady? <laughs> Come on over here. Come on over. <laughs> Belly up to the bar here. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? Introduce yourself. I'm Lieutenant Tenyas. I'm the Public Affairs Representative for 36 Engineer Brigade. All right, please speak uh, more directly into the microphone. More directly, you got yes, it. There you go. Yay. So, rap music, explain. Rap music, well, so we're really looking to make videos appeal to the soldier, right? We, we want to increase the amount of people that see it. We want to pique their interest. We want to create good workouts that appeals to the average man. And that music is appealing. I like it. I even listen to it. So, that's why we picked it. It worked well with the workout and the people there. It was very workouty. It really was. Very modern workout, not like jazzercise. Have you ever jazzercised? Absolutely. Really? I have not. <laughs> have you, Dave? Never. Never? No. Major? No, don't even ask me about the jazzercise. <laughs> <laughs> so to make it fun, we're not doing muscle failure and glutes and what? what no. I mean, what are you looking to do? So we, we allow the, the, the soldier, the NCO, whoever we pick to, to um, come up with the workout themselves, right? Something with no weights that can be done in the, in the fish box mm-hmm. or <laughs> bowl. Um and it's really, you know, with body weight, something in their house. Uh, one of the workout videos coming out is using uh, paint cans. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. And then water bottles, you know, the gallon water bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just something to keep them healthy. You know, a little bit of cardio, uh, a little bit of muscle strength and endurance, but obviously not muscle failure like, you know, old push-ups till, till you die. Kind yeah. of, and uh, and, and it's, this isn't just for soldiers. Anybody can do this. Because I read a thing the other day that said – Maintaining a good physical fitness helps you mentally through this uh, interesting time that we're living in. You can't just sit on the couch all day and mill about the house. You have to have some physical activity. Yeah, definitely. For the families of kids, we have uh, obviously we've seen some of the videos, you know, that came back to us Mm -hmm. um, with the kids working out with their parents. Um, so it definitely does help the whole family. Uh, We want to keep them in a routine, right? You know, Army's about routine. Um, the morning, we got to definitely keep the morning PT going. Well, I mean, for the most part, we don't have to, you can work out whenever you want, obviously. Sure. But this just allows someone to give some ideas if they don't have any ideas or they're maybe just bored with the same ideas that they've been doing every day. Wow. So who came up with the, the name Mondays with Monday? The young, uh, LT right here to my did left. You? She I, did. I was really excited and came bursting down the hallway and I was like, get this Mondays with Sergeant Major Monday. To this day, greatest idea I ever came up with. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. And you've uh, you put your stamp on it right here on Fort Hood's great big podcast. So you said that the soldiers come up with the uh, the different exercises. 
um, by that. Do you vet the exercises at all or? Yeah, we look at their, their program before they, you know, they come up with them. Right. But most of them have, have great ideas. I mean, these soldiers have better ideas than I do. You know, I'm probably a little bit older. So I look at the push up, sit up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're bringing some definitely workouts of the day that are really consistent with um, more modern, I would say. Right. Well, Sergeant Major Weil, we have you with us. Do you have any workout tips you can share uh, with our listeners? Folks that are at home, maybe they're out of shape. They want to get back into shape. I would say consistency. Uh, you know, we all come from different, we all have different levels of fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a runner by nature. I, I really enjoy running. Uh, but I, I think it's it's consistency. Wherever level you're starting at is just, you know, steady. You know, five days a week, three days a week, whatever whatever you want to get after. Um, it's kind of like I was talking to a soldier the other day, um, going back to college. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to get signed up. Once you're signed mm-hmm. up, you can keep going. It's going to the gym. It's getting out of bed. Uh, once you keep doing that, I mean, it's just a consistent lifestyle that we need to. Yeah, it's like like they say that first step is the hardest. Getting Definitely. getting into it. What's the biggest thing? Is running one of your stress relievers, Sergeant Major? Uh, yeah, I would say probably for me, stress relief is, is definitely running. We've done some uh, challenges lately, some things we've, that we've challenged the soldiers with. Mm-hmm. But uh, me personally, mm-hmm. running, I do like to do a little bit of everything. But I, I think I was brought up in that generation where everyone had to run. Right. <laughs> so oh, I yeah. kinda, and, and I think we all at this table know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is definitely running. So what's the typical mile, the stress reliever? How long is it? How long is your run? Um, so my probably for a good stress relief, probably five to seven miles. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I knew that. That's nice. Uh-huh. But there's nothing wrong with you know you know three to six or you know two to three miles. You know cardio is cardio, no matter how how far you do it. You know miles a mile. How, it just depends how long it takes to no, get done. No, back when I was uh, in the army and in a lot better shape, I used to before PT before exercise, I would get up early, put on my flak vest with the sappy plates with the the uh, armor plating in it, yep. and I'd run three miles in that and then i would stop and then go to pt and then run two miles with the army and that was kind of my routine mm-hmm. call that hardcore mm-hmm. so well thank you <laughs> he was he was a good troop i think people would look at me now and find that hard to believe <laughs> i'm giving my exactly. wife exercise you know tips and i'm sure people are going what's this fat guy doing <laughs> <laughs> any other tips for the soldiers out there that are getting stir crazy families from your foxhole you know, here's the leadership 36 engineer brigade talking to all the rugged soldiers um, and shoot the rest of Fort Hood too. Um, any suggestions out there? From uh, your, from I, th- your... I think it just is a come up with a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's, if it's family walks in the evening after dinner, taking the dog for a walk, mm-hmm. um, just come up with a consistent plan. I mean, whatever, whatever that is. I mean, I mean, it doesn't have to be running like I do. It doesn't have to be push up sit-ups like some of the soldiers do all the time. Um, that's probably my recommendation to the, to the, to the families out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, follow, you know, there's so many social media sites that offer great tips for running. Uh, you know, I'm by no means an expert, uh, and I follow along, you know, and just did a challenge this morning from our HHC, um, brigade first on, you know, seahorse challenge, and they took it on with the company commander. So it's pretty good. Oh, wow. What is the seahorse challenge? So the seahorse challenge was, a uh, um, so 36 engineer brigade. Mm-hmm. So we had to run, you had to start out with, uh, 3.6 miles. Right on. Okay. Right, so come back, um, go into a deadlift, 36 deadlifts at 130 pounds, uh, followed up by um, 36 push-ups, uh, the, the new, you know, T push-up, mm-hmm. um, and then followed up by um, 36 V-ups, 36 um, leg tucks. What was it? 
I think there was 36 air squats. LT, um, were you ready so for that? that? She didn't do it yet. <laughs> Look how quick he sold me out. <laughs> yeah, that, makes me, that makes me glad I was in the first cab because that would be like one, one. T push-up, yeah. one V yeah. push-up. So it was, a, it, was a, it was a great workout, you know, to kind of go about, you know, the, you know, the number of our brigade, 36. Mm-hmm. So wow. Cool. Very cool. That, that is hardcore. That is that hardcore. That is hardcore. Oh, hardcore. He just did the 4x4x48 four by four by challenge. Yeah, what is that? Four miles every four hours for 48 hours straight. And he did it during the work week with like wow. 30 other soldiers. What's uh, your mile time, Sergeant Major? <laughs> I don't know, about like seven minutes or so. <laughs> That's not bad. No, it's I'm, I'm happy with That's it. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. 14 flat, two miles? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a challenge we put on for, you know, so 36 has uh, two battalions here, one in Fort Leonardwood and then one in Fort Carson. So mm-hmm. it was a virtual type of challenge. And, we you know, we right. had um, soldiers and, and leaders from all organizations um, get getting after it, you know. So like she said, it's, you know, four miles every uh, four hours for 48 hours. Well, that's great that you're using the Internet to connect um, in that way for, you know, more useful than, than I think the rest of us to complain about stuff and post pictures of our, our <laughs> lunch. That, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And now you're using it for uh, exercise and sharing it with the world. Definitely. And for, for the folks that want to see these exercise videos, um, you, of course you can go to the 36 Engineers Facebook page on there but we'll put it on the the great big podcasts facebook page yes, we as will. well we'll share it over to there so you can take a look and why not try it if exactly. you're looking at it knock yourself out sorry major appreciate you coming in today i appreciate it too stay rugged did you have fun i did have fun i appreciate the time and just you know to to, to share what the 36 is, is doing uh you know for the organization also you know for anyone else out there that that needs a little bit of motivation check them out yep and we will be back with more helpful tips truly helpful tips really we we've got helpful tips we do we do right, right after, after this that today i want to speak with you about coronavirus and a few practical ways your family can stay healthy first hand washing is essential children should wash their hands after coming in from outside before eating after coughing sneezing or blowing their little noses second Limit all crowds and explain that no one is shaking hands or hugging because that is how germs can spread. While changes need to be made now, I encourage parents to let children know this will not last forever. I urge you to stay connected to family and loved ones, stay safe, and remember, while many of us are apart, we are all in this together. Please be sure to follow CDC guidelines which can be found at coronavirus.gov, along with other information and resources. It's what your tax dollars sound like. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Breaking news yeah. from the uh, medical world, Dave. Can't wait. Right? This is important. So listen up. Everybody out there, listen up. Stop what you're doing, unless you're doing something really important, I guess. Okay. Heart surgeons, keep that up. But everybody else, pull the car to the side of the road. Stop baking that cake. 
Can I breathe now? Yeah, you can breathe. Okay, good. You said stop what I was doing. That's all I'm doing. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. While scientists have warned that coronavirus can be spread by touching, you know, or coughing. Right. There is a new way that they're saying you can get this dreaded disease. Okay. Toilet plume. What? Toilet plume. What is that? Well, because of a phenomenon known as toilet plume, stool or urine can escape from the toilet into the air and spread disease. Now, this is according to the Association for Professionals in Infected Control and Epidemiology. All right? Okay. They've done tests. They have done tests. But there's a way we can combat this. Oh, yeah. How? Close the lid when you flush. No way. Yep. If you don't close the lid. You ready for this? Uh-huh. 80% of the particles in there can escape into the air. Okay, that will include, on average, eighty thousand <laughs> polluted droplets that suspend a meter in the air for hours after you've flushed. Okay, so close the lid. Save us all. Close the lid. It I, just kind of makes me happy that you know, in my house, in the master bath. Mm-hmm. The WC room is all by itself. And, you know, you brush your teeth somewhere else. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I've done both at the same time. I don't recommend it. Yeah. I'd, really? Yeah. Dude, I did. Dude, dude, you're weird. I did. I was trying to, you know, save time. Save time. Save time. I got to do this. I'm already doing this. I'll just do it together. No, it's a bad, it's a bad plan. I've brushed my teeth in the shower when I'm late, but not on the. Well, I mean, can. you're there. You're it's there. You're there. Yeah, no. But I, speaking from experience, just don't <laughs> do it. Don't do it. And close and now the they're telling you never do it. Never do it. Yeah, especially they didn't even bring toothbrushing into this <laughs> at the same time. That didn't even occur to them. Yeah, that's a whole other study they're going to have to do. Three meters high. 800 gazillion particles? 80,000 80, particles a meter high. Yeah, it was definitely, on your, high. Tooth, it was definitely on your toothbrush. Or Floating there. No wonder people backed away when I spoke that day. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. Have a mint. Have a <laughs> mint, Charlie. Thank you. Well, transitioning. Yeah. I get... Yeah, this is... Gear yeah. shift. Gear shift time. We are joined by Noel... Austin Jones, and April Cavazos. Yes. I got that right, right? Yes. Because I had written down Gavazos. And Way she, to go. Uh, she said, no, it's yeah, Cavazos. Cavazos from the Army Wellness Center, who are here to save our sanity. Is that correct? Save yours by making ours go a little bit more, a little more crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know maybe. if you can save his sanity. Maybe, yeah, let ourselves go a little bit. <laughs> so we'll take we'll take the hit. What's the Army Wellness Center been up to while the world has been unwell? We've been well. Um, we've been creating a lot of online content for our clients and anybody else that could benefit from it. Uh, we've sort of reinvented how we operate uh, using telehealth instead of in-person appointments, uh, mm-hmm. making videos, 
infographs, whatever we can do to support our community. Wow. What's that been like having, I mean, cause it was for everybody, it was an overnight shift. Sure. Yeah. What was that like for you guys having to go from in person where something where wellness and mental health and all that is a very personal experience, a one-to-one personal thing going to something that's not as personal, a camera, a, a screen. What was that like? I am, the individual appointments have not been exactly the same. Um, the ones that I've conducted have been um, productive, but it does lack some of that personal interaction that I'm used to having with my clients. And I think that our staff actually shifted gears pretty seamlessly. Um, it was all hands on deck, and we started putting things together immediately to support our clients, to support the community when it comes to your health, your nutrition, your exercise, your stress management, sleep, all of that. Um, We transitioned into, instead of in-person, here's a video of what we would have told you Mm -hmm. if you would have been sitting with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, when it comes to the Wellness Center, everybody thinks knows us when it comes to our fitness testing, especially like our bod pod. So everybody mm-hmm. knows us as our bod pod, our body fat test, everything, sure. you know, oh, the giant egg, you know, that <laughs> shifts them, you know, off to into outer space, whatever it is. So everybody thinks when it comes to the wellness center, well, I can't go in person anymore. I can't get my test done. So I can't get healthy. I can't stay active. I can't do anything because I need to get my test done. And that's not the case. So we've been trying to just transition what we have been doing, maybe not use the fancy equipment anymore. But what we were talking about before is taking it back to basics, bringing it, bring out the pencil and paper and let's figure out these equations. We can still do all the testing and get numbers for them specifically to them, but just not with the equipment right now and still show them you can still be healthy. You can still work on your nutrition, your exercise, your everything. Um, We just have to be a little bit more creative with it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. You're in the house. You're with maybe your kids. Maybe you're by yourself. How do you maintain health? How do you stay healthy? I mean, at least for me, when I, when it comes to my clients and when they come into the wellness center, everybody thinks, to be healthy and to lose weight, to be conscious of nutrition, everything, that it's a physical thing. Mm -hmm. I have to go running. I have to do this. I have to do that. And that's not the case. I always kind of tell them, everybody thinks all of this is physical. It's more mental than it is physical because you have to mentally want to do this, want to make the changes, make the sacrifices, get up, say, no, I need to lose the weight. I need to go running. I want to go running. Change those, you know, those words to a more action verb words. I will do it. I can do it. I am going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, 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 it's a mental shift and it's a mental change that you have to change that mental aspect first. And then the, the physical will come into it later. Yeah. And right now when it comes to everything mental, you know, we, we want to break down. You, we get into our heads a lot more because we're in our households mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm home. I don't want to do anything. Like I want to relax. I want to do this. Or now it's been, you know, two weeks later and you're getting stir crazy mm-hmm. and you're like, like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm bored. You know, that's where like the bored snacking can come in, sure. the stress snacking. And that's where we have to still keep that positive and keep that mindset because if not, the physical is not going to happen. Well, I, I think some of that might be because we set up our houses to be a reprieve from the world. We don't go there to exercise. We don't go there to do all this stuff. We go there to relax. We get up. Maybe we go outside 
to exercise or in the, the army, you know, you, you come to work or mm-hmm. maybe hit the gym, a specific exercise place. You go to work to work. And when you come home, that's your big red in streaming mm-hmm. service and chill. Mm-hmm. Dave, that was for you. Thanks. Dave doesn't like us to say product Brand names. names. No yeah. product names. So, but I think that, so you've got to break that mental block of my house can be more than just a, uh, a couch place. It's your castle. Yeah. yeah. It can be. It's mental reframing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is a, it is a challenge. Um, change is challenging. That's why it's hard for so many people to change because the challenge is uncomfortable and everything in our psyche fights against us being uncomfortable. Um, so we have to sort of challenge and reframe the way we see the situation. The circumstances that we find ourselves in aren't necessarily good or bad. The circumstances are what they are. And we have to think about our perspective on it and sometimes challenge what we're seeing and how we feel about the circumstances that we find ourselves in. I like to tell my clients, even when we're meeting in person or in telehealth, that my job isn't to make you a certain size, a certain weight, to feel a certain way. My job is to help you be the healthiest version of yourself that you can be. And that looks different for everybody. And especially in our current um, situation that we find ourselves in with physical distancing, telework, some people are mission essential, some people are at home learning how to homeschool. I mean, everybody's circumstances are going to be different. And you need to give yourself a little bit of grace and think about what is the healthiest version of myself that I can be in these circumstances. And then you can start to better formulate a plan of action. We tend to feel very powerless when we don't have a plan, when there's so many unknown factors. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to do is figure out what we do have power over, what we can take charge of, and then the things that we can't take charge of, that we don't have any control over, we have to figure out how to cope with those things in a healthy, positive way, or how to just develop serenity with it, because it is what it is. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things, when you were were talking, I wrote down and I said, uh, the stress level for, you were talking about your clients. Isn't that just going to kind of ramp up the longer this goes? Because there is an unknown. There is no light at the end of the tunnel yet. Um, What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, for some people, it's going to be an ongoing challenge. And it's something that we are going to have to learn to practice regularly throughout the day, doing some mental check-ins, like where am I at right now? Mm -hmm. And then either challenging ourselves to reframe our way of thinking or to take that moment to do some sort of calming action for ourselves. And everybody's calming action is going to be a little bit different. Um, Like April was saying earlier, some people's calming action is to lace up their tennis shoes and go for like, I call it a rage run, Um, burn off some of that excess adrenaline uh, that's building up in your muscles and in your body, burn it off, calm yourself down. It's almost a meditational type effect. Your, your brain just sort of turns off and you're just operating on, physical function. Mm -hmm. For some people, it's going to be more of a mental exercise. Um, And that's why with the Army Wellness Center and doing telehealth, we are teaching people multiple different types of techniques because Mm -hmm. some are going to work better for you than others. Some you're not going to like, some you might like. Some are going to be 
more applicable in certain circumstances and less in other circumstances. So we teach a, a multitude of them. So one size does not fit all. No. That makes your job more difficult now too, doesn't it? It does because we don't have that personal interaction. I can't um, hook you up to our M-Wave machine and see how you're reacting to it. And so I'm relying on the person on the other end to do some self-evaluation and let me know, communicate Mm -hmm. what you liked, what you didn't like, and we can adjust accordingly. Or as the Army would say, you adjust fire so that you're zeroing in on what our target is for this particular exercise. I mean, I don't think it's more difficult. It's more of just challenge accepted. Right. Yeah. Wow, you guys have a healthy... Positive attitude. Put that positive spin on that. Yeah. And, you know, as you were talking, something occurred to me, and that is certainly the the current coronavirus epidemic is a, a terrible thing, and we don't want anybody to get hurt or be scarred or, you know, experience loss, whatever. We, sure. don't, we don't want that. But the silver lining is... As a society, as a people, we got pretty soft. We got used to things being a certain way. We used we got used to things being handed to us mm-hmm. to always be available. Toilet paper, certain foods that we liked, right? Whatever. And this reality was a reality for us as Americans, but not necessarily worldwide. We were blessed to be living in such comfort. And now this is kind of an eye-opening experience to us that's shaking us out of our kind of mental slumber, our routine. And people are waking up to find that there's more to life than what they were doing. I mean, don't you think? I totally agree. I was telling my husband um, earlier in the week when the weather was really nice and we've been doing a lot more family walks. And to be honest, I walked my dogs every day, but now everybody walks my dogs with me. I see more people as families riding their bikes, walking together, um, and they're still doing the physical distancing, but they're Mm -hmm. within their unit. And, you know, I was, we were talking about it and I was like, oh, you know, I've never seen this many people riding bikes or walking and I've walked every day with my dogs and I've never seen this many people out in our neighborhood just enjoying the weather, enjoying the exercise, spending time with one another. And I was like, makes you think about what were we doing before? Mm -hmm. Where were they at before? Mm -hmm. It's not even just like humans, but even now that we are enjoying being outside more and more nature, it's springtime. Mm-hmm. It's animals. There's babies coming out, you know? So now you're starting to see more wildlife coming out because mm-hmm. there's really not that much traffic on the roads anymore. They can feel a little bit more comfortable to come out of hiding and, you know, kind of go to, you know, cruise around and browse the neighborhoods and everything, you know, show off their their new little spawns that they that they had from the winter and, you know, in, enjoy their their environment as well. Right. There's nothing like uh, an imminent threat to uh, make you realize what's really important. But isn't that true? That is true. Something bad happens, and immediately you, everything, all that junk around you, just like a fog, parts, and you now know this is what really matters. 
Right. It's like the things that are important and you have control over, you're, you're able to take charge of them now. Whereas before having two children and an active duty spouse, everything always seemed almost like flying by the seat of our pants. Like, okay, I'm going to take this kid here. You're going to take that kid here. And then I'm going to work this day. And then you have duty that day. And now it's like we can prioritize. We can prioritize a family walk together. We prioritize our schoolwork and our um, telework and those sort of things and our chores around the house and everything seems to fall actually more into place. It's less hectic for us, but that's our reality and living in a military community, it's not everybody's reality. Some of them, they are mission essential and Mm -hmm. they're experiencing a much higher level of stress. I know with my husband still going into work, that was causing me stress at home because I was like, I'm going to need you to put your tent up in the yard and stop going in and out of the (laughs) house, Mm -hmm. right? My wife feels the same way. (laughs) Yes, she does. Yeah, So, and that's a challenge. And so you, and that's where like, you know, even with my kids, they're like, why does dad keep going in and out of the house and we have to stay in here? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we talked about why dad's job is important and for our country's safety. And we talk about what dad is doing to keep us safe when he comes home. Um, so it, again, it falls back on that communication, understanding the facts. Facts are important. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much misinformation and disinformation. Social media creates a lot of stress for people because... Mm-hmm. The, you know, with the internet, while it is like a multi-million dollar tool in the back of our pocket, it can also be a major source of stress for some oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so getting the facts, knowing where to find the facts helps people feel more control and they're able to communicate and manage that a little bit better with their stress level. No, we have the same issue. You know, I run the uh, Three Core and Fort Hood Facebook page. And, and we say to people over and over, this is where you need to go to get honest to gosh, hard truth about what's happening. You know, this is going to be your source of news and information for the Fort Hood community. Right. But people turn to all these other places. They're getting advice from all these other people. And that's, I guess that's part of the problem when you introduce a platform like social media where anybody's free to say anything, people will say anything. And people are so desperate right now for the latest information to keep themselves safe or the latest cure or what have you that they're willing to accept anything with, uh, with very little checking on is this true, is this not. So Half of my job now is is rumor control, you know. Right. And I um, I like to refer to it as confirmation bias, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever we believe something to be true, we tend to seek that out in our information sources. So sure. if it confirms what I already believe, whether it's positive or negative, typically we tend to be more negative thought patterns. We will now see that everywhere we look, right? Mm-hmm. And so social media sort of is just feeding into our confirmation bias all the time. We like pages that give us the information that we want to hear, not necessarily the information that we need to hear. 
So some of uh, my job with the telehealth and stress management is here's the CDC website. Here's the, exactly. um, mm-hmm. the WHO website. This is where you're going to find expert advice, not from your Aunt Tina mm-hmm. on Facebook who right. shared a meme. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and by WHO, you mean the World Health Organization. Yes. You're not sending people to Pete Townsend. No, I'm not. <laughs> but that wouldn't and be Roger the Dalton. worst. Maybe Dalton. not the worst source. I, you know, like no. <laughs> music can be a stress relief. Yeah, rock out, <laughs> relieve some stress. Well, let's talk about that. So, for people that are home right now, of course, listening to the Great Big Podcast is an excellent form of information and stress relief. And stress relief, absolutely. But once this program's over. What are some things people can do if you wouldn't mind taking us through some strategies or exercises that can help our listenership chillax? I think it's all going to just depend on the person, what they like, what works for them. Like, you know, what we were talking about before, everybody has their way of how they handle and deal with their stress. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that may not be the best in every situation. So that's where, you know, with our techniques from the wellness center, we try to teach you guys different techniques so that you can use them in different situations. Okay. Um, Even something so simple as write down a list of all the things that make you happy and then write down a list of the things that you're actually doing. Compare the two lists and then start to adjust from there. Oh, that's a really good, that's cool. You know, like what, what truly makes you happy? Write all those down and then really what are you doing? Compare them, adjust it, and then, you know, start to take charge of it. But like we said, everything is now, it's, it's effort. We have to put in the effort. We have to put it in, like put the work in. And that's the thing is, like you said, we were, we're soft. So mm-hmm. that's where we want it to come to us. I want to just. You mean the Army Wellness Center doesn't have a happy pill you're going to hand me? No. Man. You know, we're not about the quick fix I here. Work. I know. It's horrible. We got to work for it too. So. Right? It's called, <laughs> the Army, that's called Motrin. Oh, yeah. Naproxen. Yeah. Airborne yeah. candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ranger candy. Yeah. So what's some other other stuff? Um, I like to tell people to start training yourself to take a deep breath. Oh, that's right? a good one. Mm-hmm. So taking a deep belly breath uh, massages that valgus nerve. It sort of activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest nervous system. Mm-hmm. And it starts to calm you down. Um, it can't be something, though, that you just rely on in the height of a stressful moment, because in that moment, you've downshifted in your brain to your amygdala, where your emotional center is, to your cortex, where your fight or flight mm-hmm. instinct center is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not really going to be thinking like, oh, I should take a deep breath. Anybody who has an Apple watch knows that when you get into that heightened state, if it ever has said you should breathe. You're like, no, Apple, leave me alone. Don't tell me how to live my life. Does it I'm, really boss you around like that? It does. <laughs> it will great. trigger you to take a deep breath when it senses the elevated heart rate on you. Um, but in the most time, it's like if you've ever told a woman to calm down when she's mad. <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's like, you know, firing a gun. Like <laughs> We're out the gates, right? So if you can train yourself to just start taking six deep breaths six times a day, just regularly party routine, attach it to something that you typically do anyways. Mm -hmm. As soon as you wake up, take six deep breaths. When you eat breakfast, take six deep breaths. Whatever you're doing, like in your daily activities, if you can attach it to that, it will be much more readily available for your use when you are in that heightened state of stress. Because relying on it when you're already there the train has already left the station, right. right? You can't pull it back in very easily. But if you've started practicing this regularly, 
then you're more likely to not, you know, pull that trigger and head out the gate, all guns blazing. Wow, that's some great advice. And especially mm-hmm. now when you're cooped up with the kids, and I imagine that's so very easy to Finding do. just those six seconds to take those breaths, yeah. that's going to be tough. I mean, you can just take one deep breath right now. You would take trigger. one, three in, you know, deep breath in, three seconds, and out three seconds, and you can already feel the physical difference of your, of your body relaxing because it automatically sends signals to the brain, hey, we need to start calming down. We need to chill out. So even just one random breaths let alone six controlled breaths mm-hmm. that you are doing it, it's gonna it will start to shift and make that change and kind of it, it'll start to change the like the physical aspect of the brain as well because it can physically change the brain oh wow see when uh, when i did those relaxation yeah. exercises on yeah. the podcast i was onto something i told you to make that into a spot well, it will be yeah, it you can be. teach right this after to this. the kids. Teach it to the kids. My uh, kids, they, you know, before my son does his online test on his new online school, mm-hmm. we take six deep breaths. Gets you back up into the frontal lobe of your brain where all your rational thoughts and decisions are made. You can do better on your test whenever you're operating out of the the higher function part of your brain. Um, and by teaching it to the whole family, you can do it together. Okay, okay. Can you guys lead us through a little deep breathing meditation? Just slow down the train for a second. Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Come on. Okay. You got, you got the you got the lead good the voice. way. I've got yeah. I tell right. people I'm like my body went to state school, but my voice went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't. Uh, let's see. So first, you want to find a relaxing place to sit, right? Okay. All right. Well, um, we got you, what we got. Yeah, you can chair. sit. You can lay down. Um, loosen yourself up. Make sure you relax. You can close your eyes. You can keep them open. Right. I would say if you keep them open, try not to focus on anything in particular. Just sort of um, unfocus your gaze. And you want to start by taking a couple deep breaths. Going to get you out of that kind of alarm, reacting state of stress. Make sure your belly's rising. For some people, it means that you have to put a hand over your belly because when you're under chronic stress, you're taking shallow breaths in your chest. So take a couple deep breaths. And I like to do the four, three, five count on the breathing. So what that means is you're going to breathe in to the count of four, hold to the count of three, and breathe out to the count of five. So let's practice. Breathe in, two, three, four. Hold, two, three. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four. Hold, two, three. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Continued breathing into the count of four. Hold for the count of three and out for the count of five. While you're breathing, I'm going to direct your awareness to different stages of the breath. First, notice the breath as it enters your nose. Notice how the air feels in your nasal passages and down behind your throat. Feel the breath as it passes down your windpipe and into your lungs. Now notice the breath 
as it turns around and travels up and out through your mouth. Continue to breathe in to the count of four, hold for the count of three, and out for the count of five. Whenever you're ready to reawaken your body, you can start to reawaken yourself by wiggling your fingers, your toes, shake your arms a little bit, and notice how you feel calmer. I do. Me too. I also had a little gas. <laughs> then you were relaxed. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was very it relaxed. Got, it gets everything moving. Your rest and digest nervous system got activated. Digestion it improves. Did. It did. That was good. Yeah, it was. Thank it you was. for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you did it at home, you should thank her too. Yeah. You can rewind it and do it again. Exactly. Yeah, you can always, um, you always want to take a deep breath in. And some people, they have to adjust the count. Um, the hold for three seconds may be too long for people. Mm-hmm. Adjust it to however you feel comfortable. Right. But breathing deeply in and slowly out is the key. So I got to ask, during this time of weird, I'm so relaxed now I can't think. Are you still uh, accepting new clients at the Army Wellness Center? Can can people reach out and get in touch with you if they need help? Yeah, so we are still seeing new clients, but obviously just not in person anymore. Sure. So, I mean, a, the majority of um, how we've been interacting with our clients is through our Facebook page. All right. So that's how we've been doing it, through, through Messenger. And then from there, we all have um, a private chat on um, WhatsApp. So that's where we kind of let everybody know, hey, we got a client. Like, you know, you have this appointment, you have that appointment so that way we can still do everything over the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been having uh, somebody go to the office and at least go get voicemails and kind of see if anybody's been calling the office, right. get the voicemails and then kind of relays it back to us to let us know who's been calling. So we can still do like initial consultations over the phone. We can do stress management. We can like that. We can still do Pretty much everything we were doing before, just not without the fancy equipment. Or just what's that number that they have to call if they they're they're going to try and reach out to you? So it's two five four five five three six one nine six. Okay, right, very cool, very good. And on your Facebook page as well, they can they can contact you through there. Yeah. So the majority of what we've been doing has been on our Facebook All page. Right. So when it comes to information, videos, Fort any, Hood Wellness Center, what do you, what, what's it called? The, the Fort Hood Army Wellness Center. Fort Hood Army Wellness Center. Yes. Yeah, we can post that. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure I can post that to the, Absolutely. to our page so other yeah. people can see that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show. I am, I'm truly, I am. Now you're ready for an app, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I put people to sleep. <laughs> oh, That's fantastic. It was awesome. That yeah. was great. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for thank having you. us. Well, thank you. We'll probably have to have you guys back again for just, we'll just do a, like a relaxation themed podcast. Absolutely. I will bring all my scripts and we'll yeah. just like, I'll bring my floor pillows, my yoga mats. My <laughs> Let's plan on it. I think that's a good idea. I, it's a great idea, especially yeah. if this ke- keeps on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, come on back, come on back, sanity. y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep being creative and just try to just survive in advance, basically. Yeah. Absolutely, go. Dave. You want to see us out? Oh, um, yeah, we'll be back after this. 
Yes, this. Learn to cough and sneeze with your pal Grover. <laughs> Step one: realize you're about to sneeze. <laughs> Step two: move your elbow toward your nose and mouth. Step three: Gazoon tight. One, two, three. <laughs> Remember to cough and sneeze into your arm or elbow, and not your hands. Coming on strong on a Monday. I feel so low. Won't be long till one day. Wow, that's some really great stuff about about relaxing and meditating. I. I actually, I have been meditating a, a little bit more since I've been in quarantine, and I've noticed that it has made a difference um, just in my, like, mindset. Like, if I start to feel anxiety or adversity, it, it is really helping me with my overall sense of um, just calm and peace during these all these crazy times. I don't know about you guys, but I was falling asleep. I was. That was <laughs> great. I was there. That was magic. Yes, it was. That's awesome. How do you meditate, Brianna? What's what's your uh, routine? So I do different things depending on how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one thing that I do, because um, I, I experience chronic pain, mm-hmm. I try to go somewhere uh, near where there's running water because I, I really enjoy that sound. And I close Makes my mind. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to say. <laughs> yes, sometimes it does make you want to pee, but <laughs> yes, I, 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 because I've associated with calming, it, it helps me a lot. So finding, um, finding a pleasant sound or even like a smell, scents are very powerful. Um, just closing your eyes and I count down from 10 and I blow, like I concentrate on my breath and um, I imagine pushing the pain visually. I imagine pushing the pain away from myself and like, Mm. and I think of like calming colors and colors are different for, for a lot of people, but I think of like blue or something just like light and floaty and I do that for anywhere from like 30 seconds to a minute. And that really helps me out a lot. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. I think a lot yeah. of us could benefit from just being more centered. Yes. Taking a step out of this world that we live in, all this bad news, bad information that mm-hmm. we just have piling on us mm-hmm. and just Clearing it out, breathing, and just existing. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think... It is that time. Yeah, it is. I hear the music. Yes. I hear yes. the music. Relaxing thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, that <laughs> music's not exactly relaxing. It's a little sad, actually. Yeah, it if is. If you listen to what he's saying. It is. That oh, is, no. That's, that's, I don't want to make people sad. No, it's Will Maybe Courtney. reflective. Will Courtney singing that you're hearing good old will he let us use his music for which we are forever grateful. yes thank you. and we will be back next week with more action and excitement and hopefully with brianna yeah in the studio yes that will be awesome yes i hope to be back all right everybody well this is a signing off for this week everybody let's say goodbye bye y'all have a relaxed and blessed week Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.